in my soul. You're the wonder in my soul. I bless your Come on and bless His name. Come on and bless Him. Hallelujah. Come on, slap those hands together and give God the praise. He is the wonder. God, You're the wonder. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. We bless You, Father. We bless You, Father. We bless You, Father. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. 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 Oh, we give him glory. We give him glory. We give him glory. We give him glory. We give him the glory. Hallelujah. Great things he is doing. Hallelujah. Amen. We thank God for this third day, amen, of our time of consecration. Amen. We give Him praise for the work that He has wrought already. Amen. By His grace, we have experienced four services in the course of these three days. Am I right about it? Amen. Two nights of revival, amen, and two times of, of just release, amen, during the consecration yesterday. Amen. And every round is going higher and higher. Amen. It's a blessing to see your faces this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. It is a blessing. Amen. And, and, uh, and there's a pattern. It seems like I'm seeing y'all all the time. Hallelujah. You must not be going home. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. It is well. And we thank God for uh, the blessing of being able to just hang out, amen, and have some face time with him and with his people as we have started 2014, amen. One thing that we have found is that the world goes on, amen, but when we steal away, the Lord is able to fortify and bring about revival and renewal, amen, and we are certainly glad about that. We thank him for it. Amen. It's all right to give him praise. Hallelujah. I know that I know that even though even though our physical man was refreshed, amen, and that, that soup was yummy. Hallelujah. I, I know that you are, are, are wanting more sleep. I'm looking at you. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> Mother said, or food. Hallelujah. Amen. Tell your neighbor you will eat again. Tell your neighbor you will rest again. Hallelujah. But right now we thank God for what he is doing in our midst. It's just a blessing. Amen. To realize that God is able to enlarge our capacity to receive. Amen. We say that our cups are overflowing. The next thing we realize is the cups seem to have gotten bigger so we can take some more. Amen. And by God's grace, our ministers have been being used of God to provide us with just a little bit more. Amen. And we thank God how he used Minister Kim and Minister Johnson to uh, lead out yesterday. Amen. 
Amen. And by God's grace, today we are going to receive uh, ministry from Mother Wilson at the noon uh, session. Amen. Aren't you excited about that? Amen. Amen. And we thank God that even though she, she, she doesn't have a piece of paper that says Minister uh, Charmaine Antoinette Catan, amen, there's a word in her mouth nonetheless. And so she is a minister in her own right. Amen. And we thank God for Sister Charmaine, amen, agreeing to take the assignment to just share a word with us, amen, in our 6 o'clock session. She tried to kind of use uh, the, the gifts in her to get Mother Wilson to switch with her. Hallelujah. Amen. But Mother Wilson held out long enough for me to intervene. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. And so we thank God. And I want to remind you uh, that we are recording these 6 a.m. and 12 noon sessions, the messages. And I encourage you to add them to the treasure trove uh, that we are already establishing in 2014. Okay? Amen. And so we thank God for uh, this young lady and for the ministries that God has entrusted to her. Amen. And we certainly anticipate God has released a word to her for us. Come on, let's receive Sister Charmaine Catan. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on, bless God. We thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, everybody. To him be the glory, the honor, and the praise. Amen. Well, so far um, in this revival, we have, let's take a look at the progression that we have been enjoying through this um, consecration and revival. Um, on, uh, when, on Tuesday night, Mother Van Zandt came and said, the Lord said it is time to step off the cliff. Face to face, it's time to step off the cliff. And so each of us should be meditating on that individually. Then yesterday morning, Minister Kim came and shared with us about receiving God's love, right? And then Minister Johnson followed up with a transformed life and what that looks like. What are the perspectives on a transformed life? Mother Van Zandt came back last night and she shared with us, what are you seeking from the Lord? And her key scriptures were Matthew 6:33 and Romans 14:17. right? Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. And then, but the kingdom of God is not meat and drink but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. So where are we going today in this progression? Well, today God says, believe me. Believe me. And so we're gonna, we have a few scriptures that we want to touch on today. And um, we're going to start off with Mark 14, verse 36. And we're just going to use the first part of that. And he, being Jesus, said, Abba, Father, all things are possible unto thee. So what is it that God is saying to each of us that we need to believe him for? You know, there, there's probably something, if you sit and reflect, and you know, I'm not asking for answers, but it's probably something that he's, he's saying to each of us individually, I want you to do X. And X may seem near impossible 
You know, or I, I, I've tried, Father, I just can't do it. But Jesus said, Abba, Father, all things are possible unto thee. And we've been um, rejoicing in the scripture. I wasn't here on Sunday, so I, I, don't, I haven't listened to the message yet. I, I got it last night, but I will listen to it. And we've been rejoicing over St. John 14.14, but I'm going to use St. John 14.13 right now. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Amen? So, um, and again, Jesus was the speaker there. So, you know, we, whatever that God has given us to do, he instructs us, but we don't just jump up and start doing it, right? Whatever he gives us to do, we need to pray it into being and then move out into action. So if he has given us an assignment, then we need to pray it into action. Ask it in his name. That will I do, he says, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. So, so then if, if, if all things are possible unto our Father and whatever we pray about, he will do, then there should be nothing that's impossible unto us. So then he encourages us with Ephesians 6. 16, above all, which is now this is part of the passage of the armor of the Christian. And so we're going to zero in on one part of the armor, although the whole armor is important. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. You know, and so... When we talk about the armor, often we look at, okay, we need to take the shield of faith, the shield of faith, and, and I'm going to be safe if I've got the shield of faith. But if, you know, we can't forget the second part of that verse, where with ye, being us, shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. So we actually have something to do in that verse. We've got to quench the fiery darts of the wicked, right? So, I mean, so that means we have to quench this, but why? Because fiery darts are going to be coming. So when, you know, in your mind you have these doubtful thoughts, you know, don't, don't quail at these thoughts like, why, why is this happening? I believe God. Why, why am I having these thoughts? Those are part of the fiery darts of the enemy. Other parts of the fiery darts of the enemy are opposition, right? What other things do we run into when God has told us to do something and we're working towards doing it? You know, um, every obstacle, people who should be aligned with this but all of a sudden are not. You know, people who you know you've done X or Y or Z for and this is now the time for them to repay, all of a sudden they can't be found or if you can find them... They're, they're no help when they should be helpful, you know, or they're throwing up obstacles or so forth. This is all part of the strategies of the enemy to confound the plan of God. So that's our assignment is to take that shield of faith wherewith we shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. So, you know, so what is God doing in my life that I need this series of scriptures? Because anytime you have a speaker before you, Often they're living the word as well as sharing it with you. You know, the word takes on so much more tangible meaning when you live it yourself, 
right? And so you could deliver it with more conviction. And so, um, you know, I have been working on this exam, this qualification, for several years. And it has been a very interesting process, you know? And so for years, you know, I was just a student and coming up, you know, over the years, you know, reading was no problem for me, reading, studying, giving back what it was I studied on a test or something, no problem. You know, and so when I took this test, this is actually a multiple level test, okay? It's um, three stages and you've got to do it um, a year apart at a minimum, okay? And so um, stage one took it, you know, had some oppositions, but God was great, gracious and was able, you know, that, those oppositions, I suppose, just fueled me the more. And, um, you know, and so I was highly motivated, I'm going to show so-and-so that I, you know, that I don't need them. And so I was able to um, get, be sufficiently motivated, study, put the right supports in place, and take that and pass it. So then stage two came around, and all of a sudden I didn't have as much to prove anymore, I just needed to do it. And so I guess I wasn't as diligent in studying. <laughs> and so I didn't pass that the first time around. I was like, okay, guess I'll just go back to the well and do it again. And I'm going to pass it this time. But, you know, all the time, you know, I was doing this without being in a class. I was doing this just kind of studying on the side. And so this was kind of, this time with exam two was kind of my first time um, working and studying you know, not being a full-time student type of thing. And so trying to juggle those two, that was somewhat challenging. And so shortly before I think I took the exam the second time, I heard the Lord say, and I was young in my walk with the Lord, so I heard the Lord say, except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. And I was like, what was that? <laughs> and so I heard it again like a few days later, and I said it to somebody. I said, what do you make of that? And they said, well, you know, I would just say, well, I'm trusting that the Lord is building this house and I would go forward. So I did. But, of course, I didn't pass it the second time. And so I was like, okay, that's fine. If the Lord is saying he's not building this house, I guess I'll just wait till he's ready to build it. <laughs> okay, so I laid it down for a while. And then um, a few years later, I felt like it was time to pick it back up again. And so this time... Um, I shared with Bishop, you know, I kind of matured in my walk with the Lord, and I was like, okay, let me go to my spiritual covering, let me make sure this is really what the Lord is saying for right now, and Bishop confirmed, you know, he spent some time with it before the Lord and whatnot, and the Lord confirmed that, yes, he was ordaining this, so I was like, okay, great, you know, so now I'm no longer under this cloud of he's not building the, the work, and so I could go forward, and, and we're going to get through this, and indeed, the third time I took it, the Lord made the way, and it was successful. So I was like, okay, great, we're back in business. But I wasn't running towards level three anymore. I was like, now I've learned something from level two. I'm going to wait for God's timing in taking this, okay? So, you know, I eventually felt the Lord, you know, I laid it down for a couple of years again, and then I felt the Lord saying, okay, time to move forward. He didn't say it, but I just felt the leading. So I, I did that. I moved forward in taking level three, and I didn't pass. And I was like, okay. You know, but now level three, you know, progressively this is getting more and more difficult. And, of course, I'm doing it part-time without a class and all of this, you know, on top of everything else. So I was like, okay, that's fine. You didn't pass. Go back to the well. And as I was studying for level three, 
At one point, the Lord said to me, if you don't finish this, you will be so sorry. I was like, okay. You know, why would he say that? You know, I'm trying to finish this, right? I'm moving in obedience. But I I was like, okay. So I studied um, to some extent, and I moved forward and took it and didn't pass. And I was like, okay, all right. But he said, you know, so I was really, really knocked for a loop that time. And... um, and of course, not being used to failing, that was just like, are you kidding me? So I was like, okay, what do I have to do to pass this test? And I was like, I guess I'm going to have to get up in the mornings, you know, earlier. I can't just study at night when I come home. I'm going to have to get up in the mornings and put some more time on this. So I was like, okay, maybe 6 o'clock. Because I'm a night person. And I go to bed very late, you know. And so... Um, and so I was like, okay, you know, I think I can make 6 o'clock. And I was talking to someone, and they said, well, what about 5 o'clock? I was like, are you kidding? <laughs> you know, I was like, well, I don't know if that was the Lord. <laughs> you know, so, but I started trying to get up at 5, but depending on when I went to bed, that was challenging. And especially with the job I have where I'm driving all the time, I was just like, you know, I'm not sure if this is really such a good idea because getting up at if I've gone to bed too late, you know, I don't feel like I have enough sleep and then I'm hitting the road and then I'm like, oh my God, you know, how, I mean, I think I'm putting people in danger and myself in danger trying to do this. So, you know, I I did it again. Um, I took the exam again this past June and again, I didn't pass. And I was like, what in the world is going on? Now, at the same time, I know you know, that this exam is, if you saw the material that needs to be covered, it's a lot of material. And I cannot stand before you and say that I covered all that material. Okay, but I'm like, I'm a woman of faith. I'm going forward and God is with me and this is going to be fine. And so every time I would fail this, I was like, you know, what what in the world? (laughs) You know, and so, and then God says, well, believe me. I was like, but I've been believing you. What, what, What is this? You know, and so I was like, okay, fine, fine. I'm a woman of faith. I'm going to keep going back in there. You know, and every time, you know, God is encouraging me, don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. But I was like, you know, how do I go about life and go before your people and say that I'm representing you for your glory when all I'm doing is failing this thing? I mean, I even lost count. Have I taken this thing two or three times? Can't remember. You know, I'm like, this is ridiculous. But I'm like, okay, God, you are faithful and in you it's no failure. I'm going to do this because you have said to do this. And so at one point, I believe he said to me, you know, this is so you will know how bad you are without me. Right? So lest we think, you know, that we have reason for pride when we succeed in something, we we need to know that when we do stuff and succeed in it, he is the one who gets the glory. Okay, it's not because we are so brilliant, because if we are brilliant, it is because he has made us brilliant, right? And so, all right, God, I'm going forward again. And so I was like, what is the strategy? I need your strategy. 5 a.m. He was like, well, I sent my word through, through this person. I was like, that really was you, huh? <laughs> so I was like, okay, I guess I'll be getting up at 5 a.m. I was like, oh, God, how am I going to get up at 5? I'm still hitting the road. I was like, okay, I guess that means I need to work on going to bed earlier. You know, but I'm like, I still have work to do outside of, 
you know, um, just studying for this test. I still have papers to grade and all of that. So I'm like, okay, guys, I got to fit that in. You know, and so trying to balance all of that to me seems like an impossible mountain. You know, but yet, God says, believe me. So what is it that he is saying to each of us, believe me for? Thank you, sweetie. So what is he saying to each of us, believe me for? What is it in your life that he has called you to do that seems near impossible? You know, so here I go. I, have, I didn't sign up for the test. Again, this coming June, this test is only offered once a year. But I had said to people, I'm going to do it again. I said, you know, God says finish it. I'm his child. I'm going to believe him. I don't really see how I'm going to do this. I'm going to go in there and sign up for this thing again. And as I started trying to get up at 5 a.m., you know, I was still struggling with this, but I was like, and I was just beating myself up all the way. I'm trying to get up at 5 a.m., and this is just not working, and I'm a failure, and I'm failing God, and this is ridiculous. But I was like, I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep trying. I'm not going to stop trying. I'm just going to, day by day, you know, but it's just been interesting, the process. And I found myself, um, my mouth started to break out. And I was like, okay, you know, I was like, I don't know what, why this is happening. And, um, and then I noticed a couple of pimples coming in. And I don't have pimples very much. But I really stopped and looked, and I was like, pimples? Why am I getting pimples? I was like, you know, the only time I get pimples is when I'm stressed out. I was like, why am I stressed out? And then I realized that even though I was telling myself I was trying to get up to this test, you know, trying to get up to study so that I could do better and pass this test this time, you know, that my body was signaling that it was in distress over this. And so then I talked to someone and they said, well, why don't you take more time before you take the test again? I was like, okay, you know, um, I'll sit with that for a while. And so I did, and I felt the release of the Lord to not sign up and take it this year. So I was like, okay, we're going to take some more time, we're going to study, but we still need to be getting up at 5 a.m. and studying so that when the test actually rolls around, I will have um, be better prepared than I have been the last few times. And so that's kind of where I am now, but that doesn't mean that it's gotten easier to get up at 5 because it's still not easy to go to bed in time and get the right amount of sleep and all of that. So, you know, it, it's a daily walk, but through it all, God's word is consistent. He says, believe me. And so, um, you know, and so I'm going to go forward by faith. I'm going to go forward and do what he says, go to try to get to bed, get to bed, <laughs> you know, wake up at five or wake up before five so I can be ready to sit down and study at five. You know, and, um, and trust him that I will know what I need to do, know when I go forward to do this test. And so with that, you know, we'll close. And the closing verse then is Philippians 4, 7, which says, And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts in mind through Christ Jesus. Amen? So be encouraged, whatever it is you are dealing with, whatever the Lord has put on your heart to do, he is faithful and he will accomplish his will through you. Amen.